0: the first episode of Did You Know, brought to you by the Alumni Association of the City College of New York. Today, we want to share a special coverage of Career Talk, hosted by CCNY's ad PR student-led agency, Element Media Career Talk is a webinar recording of our notable CCNY alumni discussing their career journey, professional development, and the connections they made through the Alumni Association of the City College of New York. All right. To our listeners out there, we hope you find this episode informative and helpful for those hoping to build a strong and beneficial network. Enjoy. Enjoy. All right, let's get started. Hello, everybody, hello, hello. I am Callie. I am the media specialist slash co-leader of Element Media, and we welcome you to Career Talk. Thank you for joining us this evening. And I'm gonna pass it off to my wonderful co-host, Devin.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you guys for coming to our event, Career Talk. Very excited to have you guys here. My name is Devin. I'm the copywriter for Element Media, which is a student-run integrated marketing communications agency. And I'm going to start off by introducing you guys to our team. And Annie, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, guys. My name is Annie Keto, and I'm the event specialist at Element Media.
3: Hi, everyone. My name is Mary. I'm the co-leader um, and research specialist of Element Media.
4: Hi, I'm Emily. I'm the project manager. Thank you for coming.
5: Hey, guys. I'm Elvis. I'm the social media specialist for Element Media. How are you guys doing? I'm Isaiah Denard. I'm the multimedia specialist for Element Media. Welcome to the party,
1: guys. Let's have a good
6: time.
2: Hey, I'm Savannah, I'm the Art
3: Director
1: for Element Media. Hey everybody, I'm Brendan, and I am Head of Graphic Design and Art
5: Director.
3: Hi guys, I'm Jiraisi. I'm the PR Specialist of the team.
5: Okay, thank you
1: guys for introducing yourselves. So, we're Element Media, Um, We're a student-run integrated communications agency, and this semester, for the AdPR Workshop, we are representing our client, which is the Alumni Association of New York. Uh, The uh, City College Alumni Association is run by David Covington, and he's actually here with us right now, so we'd like for him to give you guys a
0: few words about the association. So, David, thank you.
5: There we go. Hi, everybody. It took me a second to unmute. <laughs>
0: Good
5: to see you all. Um, thank you all for coming out. And um, thank you, Element Media. Uh, this has been a, a pretty amazing partnership with the Ad PR department. Um, and so thank you, of course, to uh, Lynn Scott Jackson and Yuri Vargas for bringing this all together. Really do appreciate that. Um, Congratulations to most of you. I think all of you are graduating. Is Devin, is everyone a senior in the group? Yeah, we're all seniors. That's great. So, congratulations. This has been a, what a weird year to graduate, <laughs> but um, certainly no less amazing. So, congratulations to the class of 20 uh, and welcome uh, to all of you to the Alumni Association. Um, your first year in the Alumni Association is always free as you get to know what we can do for you and um, how uh, you can be um, embraced and engaged by the organization, by fellow alumni. This organization has been around since uh, 1853. The graduating class, the first graduating class met in a chapel outside that original building on 23rd Street and formed this association. And since then, this is almost 170 years now, the association has been Engaging alumni, making meaningful connections between students, alumni, faculty, and staff. Supporting current students and young alumni. Networking opportunities, mentoring, scholarships. And promoting this incredible institution, the City College of New York. Um, and we continue, uh, even, even through crisis, um, to, to meet each one of those three pillars of what we're, what we're all about. So I hope you'll take advantage of the association. I hope that we learn a lot more about the association today in your presentation um, and that um, we're able to uh, engage. Um, I'm wishing this class all the best. And as you continue to, to learn and discover more about yourselves in, in, as you make your way into that real world, um, please know that uh, you do so regardless of what happens with an amazing amount of belief and support. Coming from your alma mater. So, whatever you need, anything that you possibly could, could need for your, your career, for your professional development, please rely on each other and rely on your institution. Um, let us know how we can help. We'll do anything in our power to help you achieve your dreams. So, congratulations, and I'm looking forward to the presentation. Thank you, Debbie. Okay, thank, thank you, you so David.
0: Much. Thank you. All right. Thank you for those kind words, and um, we welcome you guys, the panelists, for a little icebreaker. We're just going to start off with a little icebreaker. Um, We want to go ahead and play a game called Two Truths and a Lie, and so as a way to introduce you guys, you know, you guys can come up and state your two truths and a lie, and we're going to start, well, before we get started, like, are you guys ready?
7: I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. All right,
0: just making sure. Don't be scared. <laughs> All right, so starting off with Melissa, what is your two truths and a lie? Hi, everyone. How
3: are you? My name is Melissa. Okay, so um, my team is like my family. 30% of my job is creating content, and I work at a media company.
0: Those are my two truths and one lie. Mm. Okay. Next person, Austin, how about
7: you? Well, I came up with a few different versions of this, but I didn't know how much I wanted to reveal about myself. But um, my two truths and a lie is uh, I've lived in all five boroughs at least once. Uh, I've made the dean's list at two different colleges. And I've worked at CCNY as a student and as an alum.
0: Mm, what do you guys think? All right, Charles, what about you? What's
8: up, everyone? Uh, thank you guys for having me. Um, my two truths and a lie. Uh, my first job was at 12. Um, I like to cook, and I hate pineapples on my pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Interesting.
8: Yeah. Yes. All right.
0: Different All right, you guys. <laughs> so... So, what do you think about... Let's start with Charles. Which one do you think is a truth and which one do you think is a lie? <laughs> the truth and the lie. All right. What do we got?
6: Should I, should, I, should I reveal it?
0: Should we? <laughs> I want to give people a chance to respond. Let's see what, what's oh, going on. Oh, I'm going viral. Okay, here we go.
8: People are, uh, people are calling out the pineapples.
0: Yeah. All right, five <laughs> seconds, you guys. Five. <laughs> Four, two, three, two, and one. Okay,
8: Charles, um, what do we have? All right, so you, you're not a chef, bro. I'm definitely a chef. I, I do like to cook. <laughs> I actually, uh, you know, I'm starting to embrace these uh, Gordon Ramsay videos that he's got up there. So, And I do, uh, so two truths I'm doing in order. Uh, my first job was at 12. I like to cook. And I also like pineapples on my pizza. So the you know, I, I love pineapples on my pizza. Oh
0: gosh. Wow. Okay. Yeah, definitely.
8: Definitely.
0: Got it. So, got it.
8: definitely different.
0: <laughs> All right. Melissa, do you want to reinstate it again? So people can give an opportunity to come kind of answer you. Yeah. Excited. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, my team is like my
3: family. 30% of my job is creating content or
0: I work at a media company. Which one will you guys, what do you have you guys? Uh oh, it's a lot of 30s, a <laughs> couple of 30s. All right, I'll give you guys like five seconds. What do you have? Five. Oh, wow. Four. <laughs> Which one is the lie? Three.
5: 30%. Two. And
0: one. Okay, okay. What do we have? What do we have, Melissa?
3: All right, so the lie is that I do not work at a media company, mm-hmm. I work at JCCA, it's a foster agency. And 30% of my job is content creating as a HR um, representative. So,
0: oh wow, we have one person that got it right. I can't <laughs> understand your username because it's like it looks like a, a password, you know. I don't know what that is, but we've got it. Okay, media company for one person. Okay, Charles, we already did Charles Austin. Hey,
7: hey. Mm-hmm. uh, you, you want me to restate mine? Yep, you want to go and restate it. Okay, so I said I've lived in all five boroughs at least once. I've made the dean's list at two different colleges, and I've worked at CCNY as a student and as a dean. uh I'm going to list the two truths first. I worked at CCNY as a—or do you want me to wait for more answers?
0: Yeah, you're kind of ruining the game. <laughs> oh, Sorry. <laughs>
7: Oh okay, no that one. If you've been okay,
0: in my class, know that 50, one. okay guys so now you have a 50 50 chance of seeing which one is alive, which one is alive from Austin. <laughs>
8: <laughs> Definitely fibers. <girls.
0: laughs> five seconds, five, four, three, <laughs> two, and one. Oh my god. So which one is in Austin?
7: The lie is that I've lived in all five boroughs at least once. I'm taking oh, notes wow. people who didn't think that I made the dean's list at two different colleges. I'm taking notes oh, of all God. y'all names. Oh, my
0: gosh. Y'all lucky
7: y'all graduating and you're not in my class uh, come this winter or summer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and according to the chat, it looks like a lot of people are familiar with that story. So.
7: Oh, yeah? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks, thanks. All right.
1: Devin? Okay. Thank you, guys. That was a lot of fun. Uh, so, <laughs> you we're here. We're at Career Talk. Uh, we have some panelists, and that's what we want to get into now. So, uh, we've prepared a bit of a Q&A for our panelists for them to talk about their careers, their life post-grad, to give you guys some tips and stuff, and we kind of want to jump into that now. So, Uh, If we can start maybe by giving a brief introduction. We're going to start with you, Austin. Uh, Introduce yourself a little bit again. Tell us what you do, uh, and then I'll ask you the first question.
7: Oh, I am a branded content writer and editor. Um, My two previous jobs before um, striking out on my own as a freelancer was uh, I was an associate branded content editor at Complex Networks, and then I moved on to become the senior music editor at BET. Uh, digital. And like I said, right now, I'm uh, freelancing. Um, I'm doing a, a, a bit of freelance work still for Complex, but um, I'm still writing for other publications as well. Uh, and also, um, I'm an adjunct professor here at City College. Um, I recognize some faces from the class. Uh, yeah, I teach branded feature writing um, in the summers and the winter here at uh, in the APR yeah, program.
1: OK, cool. Great. We're actually going to give our other two panelists a chance to introduce themselves now as well. So, Melissa, would you like to give a brief introduction as well?
3: Yes. OK. So I graduated from um, City College in 2018 and I kind of um, fell into the career that I'm in right now, which is HR. But a lot of the stuff that I learn in media kind of like in kind of like goes with what I do every day. Um, I've worked for talent management as a coordinator in um, a
1: foster age. Okay, great. Thank
8: you. And last but not least, Charles, would you like to give a little brief introduction? Hey, everyone. Uh, my name is Charles, and I uh, graduated City College in 2019 with uh, economics and business. Um, I work at the foundation for City College as a finance and special projects manager. Um, Some of the things that I do there, um, it's kind of uh, like two-pronged. So we uh, understand scholarship budgets and endowment budgets and to see how we can reinvest it in short. Um, And on the special project side, um, I work with the uh, sustainability initiatives um, over at the school. Um, So like the food pantry, um, you know, the the gardens, the urban gardens at City College, um, some initiatives like those. Okay, great,
1: guys. Okay, so I'm going to ask the first question. Uh, uh, This one's going to go to you, Austin, and then we'll go to the other panelists. So I just want you to tell us a little bit about your journey post-graduation. Like, what were some of the challenges you faced? What were some of the things you think you did well or you could have done instead and kind of how it led you to your current career, uh, career path?
7: Sure, uh well, I graduated in may of twenty sixteen and um at first um it was a little bit of a struggle to uh break into the industry because I didn't really know what I wanted from media specifically uh advertising uh so I was kinda of going in blind a little bit, still a bit undecided on what my place in the industry would be, and in that indecision uh i sort of stumbled back into my first love which was journalism and started freelance writing for a few different publications one of them being vice um that uh i sort of you know the importance of staying connected with uh peers from your school i got my first few vice bylines by way of a journalism professor at city at city college who was an editor for vice at the time um and yeah just just got on my hustle freelance writing and sort of fell into the complex job and the BET job and sort of built my portfolio in this unique way of combining advertising and journalism. Um, so that's where I am today, just, just, just trying to um, combine my formal education in marketing and my personal interest in journalism and trying to you know, work in that balance day to day. So I, okay. I, think, I think something I could have did differently was figuring all that out sooner, like not taking so long trying to go the traditional route of, you know, chasing a job in advertising and really understanding what made my perspective unique with both my experience in journalism and advertising.
1: Okay, great. Thank you. Very well said. Uh, Melissa, we're going to ask you the same question, just a little bit about your post-grad journey and kind of the steps you took into getting to where you are now.
3: Yeah, I'm going to agree with Austin. Um, It was difficult for me also. I think that, um, you know, right after graduating, I kind of wanted to have a job lined up. You know, I had internships, but nothing really played out the way that I thought it would play out. So it was a little hard um, to kind of like, you know, search for a job and not really know what you're searching for. Right. So um, I think what was really key for me was maintaining the friendships that I built while I was in college and kind of like being like, hey, are you struggling too? And a lot of the time the answer was yes. Yes, I'm struggling to find a job. Yes, I'm struggling to do my resume or my cover letter. Can you help me? And that really was huge because I have friendships till this day that I started in CCNY. And till this day, somebody will text me like, hey, Melissa, can you take a look at my cover letter? And I'm like, of course. So really maintaining the friendships that I built was key. Um, but also using the resources that, you know, other people have as your own as well. So like, for instance, if I have a resource, I'm more than, you know, um, happily to share with others. And I feel like people are like that. So making sure that you, um, expand your network as much as you can, because a lot of people are going to be and in the are, and you don't have to do it alone
1: very okay, great. Thank you for that. And last but not least Charles, uh do you want to tell us a little about your a little bit about your post-grad journey?
8: Yeah, yeah, um graduating last year. Um echoing what uh Melissa had said about uh maintaining connections. Um I was really fortunate of uh of interning at the uh, Foundation for City College um during my um my college uh years. Uh, I'm saying it's like five years ago, but uh, just recently, uh, and just just leveraging those connections, uh, you know, really talking to professors and seeing what resources are available to you at hand. And, um, post-grad, I, uh, you know, was given the, uh, an opportunity to go on full time and it really allowed me to get a a full understanding of what it's like working for a foundation and how a foundation operates, uh, you know, uh, it's it's pretty interesting um in my perspective how um the foundation engages um, externally, um and internally, um and, and made me uh, really think about um you know what what the future lies. So, you know, although it's it's gonna be a year um graduating, you know, I really um wanted to organize, organize myself more and you know, taking a breather from board, uh, you know, uh, undergraduate um And I really wanted to organize myself and and see what the future will hold. And, you know, it allowed me to really uh, take a step back and, uh, you know, just uh, leverage my connections there.
0: Yeah. That's pretty wholesome. Um, In terms of thank you guys for giving us your journey. Um, It really gives us a lot of insight on um, how certain scenarios, how many, how different cases can go. Um, And so I think one of the questions we have too is like, you know, what advice can you give to people after they graduate? You know, sometimes it gets scary. You know, people are, are afraid of that next big step, you know, because a lot of people are, you know, most people that are in college right now, but people are used to, you know, kind of living in their parents' home and now they're taking that extra step to get out of out there in the real world and face some of the, you know, some of the, the adversity, um, you guys can you offer any advice to anybody here? Um, I guess starting with you, Charles, since you just spoke about your journey.
8: Oh yeah. Um definitely uh sorry if I become repetitive, but definitely do your research. Um, you know, figure out, you know, your skills, see what you are passionate about and and kind of uh you know put it in a bucket in a bucket. And, uh, you know, see how you can um, apply those different things or see what positions kind of like fall within those skills, Um, you know, be prepared about, you know, I guess like interview dates and um, when application deadlines are, Um, you know, going back to like stay organized, um, having a calendar. And I guess like to end it on, on the third thing of, you know, just doing your best, you know, make sure you're, you're putting a hundred percent into your applications, hundred percent into your cover letters, uh, really, you know, taking the time and, you know, as long as you do your best, you can say that, you know, at least you tried your best. Um, yeah. Just be positive. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate
0: that. Um, Melissa, what about you? Can you offer some, uh, you know, advice for recent graduates who are or people who are going to graduate just like our class? Yeah, of
3: course. Um if you don't like if you find a job and you don't meet all the qualifications, apply anyways. The worst they can say is no or the worst they could do is not call you. I feel like there's so many people that got an opportunity and they meet like maybe 50% of the qualification. So I say go for it. Um, don't um sell yourself short, you know?
0: Yeah. Thank you for
7: that. Austin, any words? Yeah. Uh, the advice I would give is don't be afraid to freelance. I think in our industry right now, um, a lot of companies are relying on freelance labor, um, you know, as budgets shrink and there's not um, as many jobs around as there was before. Um yeah you know, that there's always freelance opportunities, and that can be a way to build your resume for right. when the next um, salary position uh, comes around. So definitely don't be afraid to freelance. If you're not sure how to freelance with the specific skill set that you have, you know, not everyone is a writer or a photographer or a project manager or, or what have you. Um, like Charles said, do research, like figure out if there's a way to use what you have in a freelance capacity. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, and in light of COVID-19, too, you know, there's a lot of obstacles that uh, most of us are going to face um, trying to find a job. And it's really scary right now, you know? Um, so it's... Freelancing is a great idea um, for people who are still trying to, you know... You don't have to heavily rely on, you know, I guess, big corporate jobs and to get, you know, to find where your niche. And, and it's inspiring that, you know, you guys are figuring out a way to make it all work in the midst of it all. Um, so, yeah.
7: Right. I'm and one it? more thing, it definitely um, can explain any gaps you have in your resume. Like, I'm, I'm sure Melissa could probably speak to this, but sometimes that oh, could right. be a, a red flag for um, hiring managers and they see long gaps in your resume. Um yeah. you say, I've been freelancing during that time, and, you know, have a few <laughs> items to back it up. <laughs> you say that <laughs> you <laughs> that you're freelancing during whatever times that you didn't have uh, salaried work. Yeah,
0: definitely that's a good point. Um,
1: so Devin, you have anything else? Yeah. Uh, so like Callie mentioned kind of during this entire like COVID era and just like post-grad in general, do you guys have any tips for like interviewing and especially interviewing, doing stuff during this time that it's like mostly online? So like, do you guys have any advice on how uh our graduates or how any students can kind of like showcase their abilities best during an interview in general and also during this time now that we're like virtual because i mean i know we didn't think we'd be having this event virtually here in may but like here we are so uh if you guys have any advice about that like in terms of interviews uh melissa would you like to start us
3: yes the first thing i'm gonna say is don't lie try not to lie Um, you know, I, I have people come interview for my company a lot of the times and we kind of know when you're lying or we know if the resume kind of looks like it's, um, you know, uh, what's it called? It was emphasized, you know, try to be yourself. It's, it's okay to not have the experience. It's okay not to have all the years, as long as you can sell yourself, right. You can tell them, Hey, I don't know how to do this, but I'm willing to learn. Or um, I've done this and not that. So you have to be able to kind of flip the conversation and be like, okay, I might not have five years of this, but let me show you what I do have and how I can be an asset to your company. So I would say definitely try to to be so true to yourself because trust me, when you lie, even if you get the job and you're doing the job, they're going to notice that there was something off. And um, half of the times they have probation um, with the job. So in six months, if it felt like you lied, you lose the job anyway. So try to be true to yourself and with what you have is enough. You know, you guys are graduating, you guys have a crazy amount of like resources with city college, with other resources that are out there that I'm pretty sure you guys have heard of. So use them and definitely, um, be true to yourself in every interview. Solid.
0: That's so
1: solid. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. Uh, Charles, do you want to answer next some interview tips?
8: Yeah, Melissa nailed it. Um, you know, being fundamentally, I think, you know, being yourself, um, being yourself is important. Not trying to, like, impress the inter- uh, the interviewer. Um, you know, really, uh, another thing would probably be is just being prepared, understand, like, the environment that you're working in, like, do, sh- do your research on a company, like, see what's the culture, like, what are the competitors? And um, yeah, uh, definitely be prepared. Be yourself. Um, and interviewing during this time. To your second question, um, I think uh, it's important to communicate clearly um, with whatever medium that you're that you're uh, communicating through. So, mm-hmm. yeah
5: yeah
1: yeah
7: yeah thank you okay austin do you want to wrap up this question for us yeah sure i think melissa and charles are on your head definitely for yourself because um you know i've been on both sides of the table i've been the interviewee and i've been the hiring manager um looking to fill a position and i can say firsthand you're not going to trick a hiring manager you know like we we come in to the to the room already knowing what it is we want and we we sort of um, have a very specific thing that we're looking for. And no amount of finesse, no amount of jargon, no act is going to be able to duplicate that. Like, either you have it or you don't. And um, something else I would say is keep in mind it's a two-way street. Keep in mind um, we're interviewing you to see if you're a right candidate for us. But you also should be interviewing us to see if this is the right place for you to be. Um, so definitely ask questions, you know, um, ask how certain things operate within our systems, ask what it is that we're looking for, ask, you know, um, if you can find a polite way to dance around this, ask why the position's open in the first place, you know, ask um, what, what what the history of the position is and of the team is and, and, and how you can fill those gaps. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's
0: really helpful for a lot of people, especially young people, because People have to understand, like you said, that it's not really about like what it is about. What can you do for a company? But like, am I going to feel good in this company? And that's really important that you're letting people know that. Um, thank you for that. Um, and and on that note, just to wrap up the questionnaire, questionnaire portion, we want to know from you guys, how do you stay in your element? Like, how do you cloud out all the noise? Aside from the, the, the crazy demands of work, what do you do outside of that to keep you balanced? Sorry, um, you
7: Austin, yeah, I, I, I'll go first. Like this is uh, this is actually a a, a thing that I'm struggling with right now. To be honest, uh, you know, a, as a freelancer, you have to find a lot of internal motivation i saw isaiah asked in the chat how do you uh stay motivated as a freelancer it's all internal you know you don't have um of course you have deadlines but you don't really have someone breathing down your neck it's it's all about personal motivation and personal responsibility and my go-to to to stay in my element is to leave my element kind of like i need to be somewhere else i can't be in my home You know, like I need to go to a coffee shop. I need to go to a public library. A lot of people don't know, like public libraries are great places to work out of. Um, There's even I've even worked out of hotel lobbies. Like I just need a space other than my own to work out of. So that's been a little difficult for me um, in this crisis, having to be in my home all the time because I I lack all motivation in my home. It's really difficult to uh, to create and to write in a space where I also eat sleep watch tv and, and and all types of other distractions so um uh, mm. yeah I, I i would say if, if you're like me you know i can't tell you anything right now just 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 wait it out and then um find your element elsewhere you know yeah that's solid
0: what about you melissa how do you stay in your element um
3: i paint so a lot of the times i just I just do something that's gonna just make me um, feel happy at the moment. And I feel like painting is so um, calming and it doesn't have to be perfect. So, um, unlike certain other aspects of my life, I'm just like, I could just brush something on a canvas and be okay. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. um just real quick, um, for everybody on um, watching us, can you please make sure you're muting yourself so when our panelists are speaking, we can hear them clearly. Please and thank you, with love. Um, Charles, what about you? How do you stay in your element, man?
8: Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a little difficult uh, going back to like what Austin said, especially in um, this time. Um, like I, I've been working in my room, so I have my bed there, and, and it's really hard to get into a work vibe, but um, really trying to find a space where you can um, dedicate your time to to work is really important. Um, yeah. I've been doing a lot of it in the kitchen. Um, got a table there. Uh, really thankful. Got some snacks too, but um, you know, I, I really enjoy painting also, I think a way to express yourself and, and, and um, in a sense that you're, you're able to, um, you know, take a mental break. Um, it's really important. Yeah. Um, you know, just taking it easy and, and breathing, just trying to um settle down. And, you know, I, I really think that breathing it's it's important. Um especially like in a fast paced environment, uh like New York City. Um it's easy to get lost in a moment. But uh yeah, finding quiet somewhere quiet to paint, just really just chill, not look at social media, not to be disconnected from from all type of uh electronics. It's crucial, in my opinion, I think. You know it's really important yeah. to take a break,
0: yeah emphasizing the word disconnect you know I think that's for good real good to yeah. every now and then for um for a peace of mind peace <laughs> um right. so devin um uh, we have a little q and a right
1: yeah so everybody uh watching right now, please drop your questions any questions you may have for the panelists it can be related to absolutely anything you want to know uh we'll give you guys a few. Seconds to ask some questions, and then we'll get started with the Q and A portion. All right.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. All right. While well, uh, more you guys get you know your questions thought out, we do have our first one. Uh, this is from Emily, and she's asking you guys. Uh, how do you build your brand online? So I know we we learn about we learn a lot about how like branding ourselves is really important. So to our panelists, we're gonna start with you, Melissa. Uh, how do you think you can best brand yourself online? um
3: i'm gonna I'm gonna what is it brand myself online. I mean it's it I feel like a lot of the branding is done online for the most part like you you put out what you want people to see I guess um but what, you you're mentioning something about network um emailing definitely like I think it's it's a perfect time to be like how is everyone doing um and you know kind of like email that you maybe met at an internship like hey how are you holding up and stuff like that and maybe reconnecting with them um and then letting them know hey this is what i'm working on um and then kind of like showcasing your brand um like that i don't i don't know if i answered it i hope so
1: no i think so i think you did yeah you definitely did thank you uh austin do you want to take a shot at that next how do you brand yourself online
7: yeah sure um I think a few people in the chat follow me online. So if you follow me online, you know, my branding is just, I just talk all the time. Like, I'm always sharing my work. I'm always engaging in different conversations happening. Um, I think I'm in a unique situation where, um, as a writer, those are sort of requirements anyway. Like, you need to, in this this digital age, as a writer, you need to be visible. Visible. So people need to see you online they need to see you on Twitter they need to see you on instagram they need to your your work needs to be accessible because most clicks come from social amplification, and people aren't really going to dot coms anymore so you 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 definitely need to be active on social media but also make sure you have something to offer um as as work has sort of slowed up for me during this pandemic, I'm online less and less because I have less and less work to share. And I'm not really in the headspace to engage in conversations that really aren't related to the work. So also make sure that there's purpose behind everything you put out online. And as as far as networking, I think, Melissa, hit it on the head. Like, make sure you reach out to people. Like, I I know... It's probably difficult right now, especially, you know, if you're not the type of person who's always reaching out. Like sometimes you forget to stay in touch with friends, family, but make it a point each day. You can even put some time on your calendar each day. I'm going to reach out to three people and email and text a couple people at whatever, two o'clock every day, just to make sure that it's something that you're doing, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to ask Austin, actually, you know, it's funny because someone asked in chat, "Um, Irvin, he, he asked um, for, like, how do you start freelancing? How does one go from, you know, your regular schmegler, nine to five, and then this whole entire different field of autonomy? Like, how does someone transition to that?
7: Uh, It's all about contacts, um, which is going to be hard for someone just starting out. I was fortunate enough that my first contact, as I said, was an adjunct at CCNY. Um, She taught for a semester. I was lucky enough to be in her class, and the very next semester, or I think the one after that, she landed a job at vice as an editor of their health and wellness vertical and she reached out to me and said hey your writing was good in class do you want to um contribute a few bylines and i said yeah and um through there you just build a network um online like you have you have the the baton right you have your work you have the first few articles that you've written and then you put them online and then you curate this network through Twitter or Instagram or whatever your social platform is of choice, different editors take note, you you connect with them, and then they're your plug at Teen Vogue, at GQ, at BET, at Complex. You just have to get to know, if you're a freelance writer, you have to get to know the different editors at different publications. So it's, it's all about context. And the reason why I was able to start off as a freelancer and then work a few different jobs and then go back to freelancing is along the way I've met so many editors at the jobs that I had that I didn't feel the need to stay at a nine to five.
2: We do have a couple of people who um, were wanting to speak today at the event, offer any advice um, regarding specific fields in the industry. Um, I know Mary, if you'd like to go ahead and introduce um, the people you have here.
3: Yes. Um, I would like to introduce Charles. So Charles, um, you can go ahead and unmute yourself and then, you know, just give some words of advice that you would like to give to some students.
6: Um, thanks everybody for, uh, for having me. It's, um, it's been another great zoom event. I can't wait to get back to regular events. I think that's going to be, uh, you know, welcome by all I come to you, not from a bunker, but from my office, I go to work every day. Um, (laughs) you know, it's, uh, I'm glad. I know so many people that are just, you know, going crazy because they're stuck inside. I say, go out, take a walk. Um, a couple of things that, uh, you know, I, I did a great job of listening. I think it's great for recent grads to be able to give advice to future grads. I, I wish that there was, uh, more of that years ago. I'm glad We're doing that now. Um, something that was said, don't be afraid to freelance. Absolutely true. Um, I wasn't afraid to freelance. The first thing I, you know, before I even graduated, I walked in 2013, I was an older student, but uh, from 2012 to 2015, I did that. And that was great advice. Um, someone else said apply, even if you're 50% qualified. And I think that that's also really, really important. Um, you know, the job I have now at my office, I come to work every day. I'm an essential employee. Um, I work in law enforcement It's my first ever experience in law enforcement, but I'm an operations management expert. So I take what I know about cost, efficiency, quality, and inventory, and I apply it to this. Um, As far as what type of law enforcement, we're shut down. But if you ever get booted, you could blame me. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Probation periods on jobs are also important. Um, Be mindful when you get a job and you start your career that those are super important. Everybody we hire here has uh, a 90-day probation period. I understand for union labor, it's a bit different. Um, There's a private institution, so you know, I've, I've hired, fired many people. Ninety-nine um, percent of them were union labor, but um, you know, I'll never say that I've seen it or heard it all, but I've seen it or heard it a lot. And a really great point of advice that was given is, I want to and I want to reinforce this: is that don't go beyond your means and promise the world to somebody that you meet when you try and get a job, because you're just you're asking for it. At that point, um, you'll always be discovered. Um, follow, the, follow the golden rule. Uh, don't lie, don't cheat, and don't steal. And if you don't do your job that's assigned to you, that's actually stealing time. So do your job and don't lie, cheat, or steal. I learned that lesson uh, working at a Fortune 50 company years ago. And um, you know it's always worked by me. And it's something I've been telling students for a long time. Um, and last uh, was a, a question that came up. and said, how do you stay content? Um, that is something that especially in these trying times, it is difficult for many. Um, and I would think that more so for people that are a bit older or have a pre-existing condition that are genuinely concerned about going outside. I'm fortunate enough to not be in any of those categories. Um, for me, driving and road trips are my thing. Um, it's something I'll never try and profitize or monetize because then I probably hate it. But for example, um, you know, Sunday, two weeks ago, I know Alejandro Sanchez, the president of Young Professional Alumni, is on this call right now. Um, he and I both drive German cars. And uh, we decided to hit some of those roads upstate, have a lot of fun. Um, You know, it's great, not much traffic out there. But, uh, you know, always have something that's a passion of yours that you're able to do. Um, It's super, super important. Uh, Once again, my name is Charles. I'm the president of Business and Economics Alumni. Um, I'm going to put my email address down in the chat. If there's anything I can do for anybody as far as um, how to be better with interviewing or what to do um, when you first get a job, Or any questions about the Alumni Association, I can certainly answer because I've been part of it for so long. I'm going into, I guess, July 1st will be my fourth year as president of business alumni. So anything I can do, that's a wrap.
2: Thank you so much. much. We do also have here Joyce, um, Joyce Coppin, who wanted to hop in and just give us a few um, information on education, um, administration, and school leadership. Joyce?
4: I'm muted. Okay. Hi. How are you? <laughs> How many of you are interested in education, becoming a teacher, administration? Well, I don't see too many hands going up. I I hope that it, that you would c- consider teaching and going into schools. We really need good people like yourself. And I was really interested in the conversation. I like what Austin said, and he gave you some really good ideas. And um, you should just think about it, as I said. Schools right now are closed. They'll be open hopefully in September. Schools will be very different. I can tell you that. And uh, if you have been home. with with some younger siblings, what these young kids are are going through at the current time, uh, learning online, at home. It's been very rough for some of these kids. And so I just say to you, I've loved teaching. I've uh, I've been in education for a very long time, and I think you would love it too. And by the way, the Education Alumni Association is ready to help you at any time.
2: Thank you so much, Joyce. Um, LSJ,
0: Professor LSJ, would you like to speak?
9: Yes, this is very quick. I just want to say to uh, Joyce, to Dr. Coppin, okay? Um, you all probably, Dr. Compton may not even remember, but uh, probably now, this was about 12 years ago, she helped us with the Bateman competition with PRSSA, okay? So that's how powerful the uh, City College Alumni Network is. And um, she was there uh, helping us. So um, she, Charles, David, everyone, Alejandro, everyone is is so sincere in terms of uh, giving back and offering assistance. Also today's panelists, you all were wonderful and congratulations to Element Media. Professor Vargas and I are so proud of the work that you all have done. Great job.
2: Thank you so much, Professor Ellis J. Um, mm-hmm. after just one last thing we have left to reveal for you guys and that is the raffle of course um, we were basically just checking in who rcp would and then who showed up to the event so based on who we had here on the generator the winner is Jan Michael Guzman yay
0: yay, yay. What a- winner Congratulations,
1: <laughs> Congratulations, Michael. yes Jan Jan what does Jan win Annie
2: Jan wins CCNY merch. So we have a t-shirt and we have a CCNY mug. So make oh sure you just God. contact us and we'll I'll, I'll deal with it with you. So I'll get that information after the Oh my
0: interview. gosh, that's amazing. Some great thank cotton.
7: You.
0: Yeah, some great cotton, Jan. I hope you Thank you very it. much. Jan. I need
7: a mug. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Please okay. be safe and sound. Yes,
1: thank you guys for joining us. And before you click off, we just want to remind everybody that the Alumni Association of the City College of New York is accepting members. (laughs) So if you are an alumni, you can join and get two months of membership for free, as long as you apply with the code alumni 2020 before the month of May is over. And to all of my 2020 graduates of CCNY, guess what, we have a free year of membership. So if you guys apply, we get a free year of uh, being a part of the Alumni Association. They're really Woo-hoo! great. Everybody, shout out to them. Please sign up. Please join two months free Alumni 2020. Period. Great.
0: Oh, period. Wow. Yes. Hashtag um. stay in your element. Hashtag stay in your element.
1: <laughs> thank you. Stay in your element. Thank you guys so much for joining our event. Thank, thank you.
0: you. Thank, everybody. thank you, everybody. So Congrats to Jan. Thank you for thank all guys.
3: the speakers.
8: Thanks, guys. Be safe. Have a good night. Thank you, yeah, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. Good, night. Right. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night.
0: That was an amazing event. I had a good time. We really do hope you guys enjoyed that recording, that live tape of a uh, career talk. Um, and thank you for listening to, to Did You Know. Uh, We hope you found it very helpful and resourceful. I also want to remind you guys to please visit ccnyalumni.org. You can reach out to them for more information about the Alumni Association. You can find us on social media. That's Element Media NYC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for any burning questions about the Alumni Association. Um, All of our alumni listeners, we encourage you. We really do encourage you to register to become a member of our illustrious organization. Okay? and another cool fact is that all upcoming graduates and alumni if you join the alumni association now and use the promo code alumni 2020 you get two free months of membership valid for only may 2020 and june 2020 the code expires the 31st of this month you guys okay but for graduates for upcoming graduates of this year of this year you get a free one year membership with the association just a reminder all right you guys we really appreciate you for sitting in and listening and stay tuned for the next episode be safe bye-bye